Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Melissa Jurevic, here to guide ambitious and motivated professionals to reconnect to their most authentic self, prioritize their highest level of well-being, and find their truest direction in life. If that's you, let's come back to passion and purpose. On this podcast, we're going to chat about how to choose yourself in a noisy and fast-paced world full of pressure and shoulds and distractions so we can be women who are present, grounded, and successful, not just on paper, but feeling it fully on the inside too. You get to do it your way and win. Let's explore what that looks like. Hello and welcome. On today's episode, we're going to talk about how to find your passion and purpose. How do you find the right path for you? I want to start by sharing how I ended up on the path to my purposes and passions, because it's definitely not a story of, I always knew I was meant to do this. I went through a massive redirection to get to where I am today. In 2014, I was still in my first year working as a registered nurse. And I've always been a nurturer, you know, from my days playing mommy as a child with all my dolls to trying to show my great uncle who had a developmental disability how to read to later working my summers as a personal support worker in group homes. There's always been a part of me drawn to supporting others, drawn to human to human connection that is real. So naturally it followed that I ended up in the healthcare field, taking care of people. But I realized not long in that this was not the right career choice for me. Our healthcare system is so broken that the part of the job that I love most, the patient interactions, getting to know people and their stories and helping them be the most well versions of themselves, the supportive side of things, there was simply no time for that. I remember getting to work one morning and my manager telling us, We're too short-staffed today. Don't be getting people extra pillows. Don't give any baths. Just give them the meds and keep them alive. The career that I thought would be fulfilling and meaningful, it started sucking the soul out of me. I found myself dreading going into work, and then I couldn't sleep before a shift, and then I couldn't eat. I was anxious the whole 12 hours, and then I started to doubt every single move that I made. My mental health was taking a nosedive, and I didn't even realize it. I just knew I felt stuck, and I didn't feel good. Why didn't I quit? Well, my father had paid for my education. I'd worked my butt off for four years at school to be there. It didn't feel like an option for me. I felt trapped. And then my husband was in an accident, and it changed everything. It was an accident so severe that our entire lives were changed, every single aspect from our relationships to where we live, to our careers, to our daily lives, all of it, all our plans, gone. Any kind of stability, gone. Any certainty we might have felt towards the future, gone. Lo and behold, I had manifested a way out. When things like that happen, you can find yourself reevaluating how you'd been living your life up until that point. And I, I thought a lot about this as I cared for my husband for several years. 
nursing had given me the advantage of being able to care for and advocate for my husband so he could have the best possible recovery. But the opportunity had presented itself for me to officially not go back. And I took it. I didn't go back. I wouldn't go back to a space that made me feel boxed in and trapped, not after everything we'd been through. And people would often say, oh, but it's such a good career. Oh, what a shame. Oh, there has to be something you could do to go back. You'd make, you make so much money. They saw the money and the success and the honorable title. I saw a cage. I didn't feel the way they did about it. But what I did have to do is think about what now? What do I do now? Who am I? And for the first time, I was going to make a decision based on what was right for me, not what made sense, not what looked good on paper, not what would get me a clap on the back. And there's definitely this pressure, this, oh crap, everyone else has their shit figured out and I need to get my shit figured out. Because it's very taboo to not have a plan or not know what comes next, to be in a period of transition, right? That's frowned upon. You're expected to get your shit together and be responsible and know what you're doing, like all the time. And then when we don't know what we're doing, it's stressful, right? Because there's that expectation. And that kind of nonsense is what makes people afraid to reevaluate what's working and not working in their life. This idea that you have to have all your shit figured out at all times. Because if you don't, then you've done something wrong because you should have it all figured out. (laughs) But what it actually is, is an invitation. An invitation for us to come back to ourselves and to be open to life and open to possibilities and realignment and new opportunities and intuitive nudges. Sitting in uncertainty, that is how you find your purpose. Purpose is not found by sitting around and going, what makes more sense? Purpose comes from the heart, not the mind. It's not logical. You know it's right for you, but there's no pro-con list that's going to show you that it's right. It just is. Until it's not. We can have multiple purposes in our life. We are always evolving. And so it only makes sense that our lifestyles and careers would evolve too. Except our society resists change. We resist it. And in so doing, we go against our potential and all the beautiful things available to us in this world. So I had to sit with my uncertainty. And the whole picture, the future wasn't clear at all. I had no idea what life would look like for us. We had no idea what my husband's progress would be, like not a clue. So I took one step forward. I made one decision and then another. I joined a few networking groups. I connected with some people. I listened to them talk about their careers and their experiences I ended up starting a network marketing business and got into personal development. Once I dived into that, once I dived into personal development, there was no going back. I was hooked. 
I read book after book. I took courses. I attended seminars and classes. I did new practices. I built new habits. I listened to podcasts. I got into fitness. I hired coaches. I I did all the things. And I realized that loving something this much, that's a sign. I could work with others in a new way, in a way that I didn't even know existed. So I pivoted and I started a coaching business. And did it ever evolve over time? It's been such an adventure, big big ups, big downs, a big learning curve. And I found myself changing and evolving in it. I couldn't see it right away. But when I look back, I realized that the more I got to know and grew myself, the more my world would shift to keep up with the new versions of me. I refused to settle. And this was something that not very many people in my offline world fully understood. It can be like that sometimes when you're following your own purpose-led path, people don't get it and they don't have to. I often hear a lot of people say it's lonely. You know, you you hear this a lot from women in the business space. Oh, I lost all my friends or like nobody really understands me or I feel like I'm outgrowing places and it's so lonely, but I don't think of it like that anymore. I've been truly secluded already way before the pandemic as a caregiver and then a caregiver and a new parent. I know lonely, but as I grew as a person, I developed a relationship with myself that was so solid. I now require time for me to do my own thing, for me to focus on myself, for me to come back to my body and my vision and my well-being, my studies and my life experience. I could never be lonely. Not anymore. I need time in my own energy, in my own world. It It's required for me to be able to show up as the best version of me. And it's also a testament to the fact that I now validate myself. I give myself love. I take care of myself. I support myself. And I don't need the world to do that for me. That's part of my purpose here. Being myself. Being present in my life. Experiencing it. All of it the full spectrum, choosing what my right path. And I can't do that if I'm riddled with stress and doing what I think I should, worrying about what people think about me, distracting myself with nonsense that doesn't deserve my attention and dragging myself through my days in spaces, in jobs that I don't like. Purpose is intentional on purpose. It's a deliberate choice to live for you, as you, and what's most important to you. A lot of my clients have come to me because they feel they're self-sabotaging on their path to their goals, like growing a business. And as a mentor, they recognize that I can see what they're missing. But do you know what a lot of them are missing? Purpose and passion. Their business isn't something they're even passionate about. There's a difference between 
being temporarily inspired and excited about what could potentially happen and actually being passionate about a process. A lot of them just wanted the money and the time freedom that the business could potentially provide. But there was no passion, no meaning, no fulfillment in the business itself or their career, which was the primary source of income. Maybe while they're growing a business or while they're kind of thinking about their options is sucking the soul right out of them. And they simply can't wait until a business takes off to get out. They need to get out now so that they can devote energy and creativity into growing a business. They have to get another job or figure out another way to get income, but they can't wait until hopefully my business gets to this point and then I can leave. They need to put themselves in a different space. I'll give you an example. My client V. V had been working a job that was taking much more away from her than it was giving, despite the paycheck. It was not the right space for her, and she felt muzzled and exhausted, and she desperately wanted out, and she was ready to look at options to move in that direction. The first option that had presented itself to her was network marketing, so she started a network marketing business on the side. But V didn't like network marketing. She loved the idea of time and financial freedom. She loved that it seemed like a high vibe community and fun and not so hard of a business to grow. But the actual process of building a network marketing business, the networking and the marketing part, she didn't like that part. It didn't utilize her gifts or her strengths. And it was a fight for her to get the bare minimum results. And I fully understand because network marketing was how I got into business as well. And I did a few of them until I realized that it wasn't the right business industry for me either. But I keep seeing this again and again with my clients, these women wanting to leave their corporate jobs or wanting to earn money while being moms, seeing network marketing as an option, and then being so hard on themselves when they can't grow it because they actually don't like it. And I just want to give them a hug and say, it's okay. It's okay if this isn't the business for you. That doesn't mean that there isn't a business out there that is right for you. That doesn't mean you can't have time and financial freedom. There are so many different businesses that can be flexible and provide time and financial freedom. Many options. You got to find what's right for you. So with V, we identified a calling that resonated so deeply with her. It gave her chills. And when we aligned everything for her work-wise, things fell into place. Being on the path to what you want isn't the same as being on the right path for you towards what you want. There's a big difference there. And if you're going to find what's right for you, what lights you up and gives meaning to your life, what makes you feel fulfilled, that's going to mean investing time and energy in the relationship with yourself. Who are you? What do you want to experience? Are you living the way you want to? 
How is your everyday life feeling? Are you passionate about the work that you do? Does it hold meaning for you? Or is it a means to an end? We are meant to work. We're going to spend a great deal of our life working. But we're meant to work in spaces where we can bring our full selves to the table and do work that we can feel good about. A lot of women are feeling this desire to shift their career. They want more. But they're hopping into the wrong spaces because they're chasing the quickest, seemingly easiest path to riches. Or they're chasing what makes the most sense. There's no passion. It's hoping and wishing for an outcome that you block yourself from because the pathway isn't right for you. And putting more time and hard work into it isn't the solution. If you truly want to live a free, abundant life that feels good, then you have to recognize the impact that your work has on your life. It affects your mood, your attitude, your choices, your well-being. It's going to affect who you are. And that's going to affect every other aspect of your life, your relationships, your health, your children, your finances, all of it. And if you're not in the career or job that's right for you, girl, let me tell you, you are a fully capable woman. You can find your next opportunity. Don't wait. Start looking. Start feeling into what feels right for you, what you're curious about or interested in. And if you're not sure if you're in the right career or not, or you want support in figuring it out, get it. Get the support. Don't waste your time in spaces that are sucking you dry and keeping you living as a shadow of yourself. You get to decide that you're entering a new chapter whenever you want. Yes, it's going to shake things up. And yes, there's going to be uncertainties with that. But staying where you don't belong, that's not living. We have a sacred responsibility to take ourselves out of monotony and come back to our life force. We can make things better for ourselves. Hell yes, we can. When we're deeply craving more deeply craving more space and a di- or a different pace or a different atmosphere or different people around us or all of it, that's not by accident. We have to get ourselves out of these spaces that limit us and don't allow us to be the best humans we can be. And it's scary, but everything worth having has a certain degree of risk. Everything worth having is going to require us to take a leap. So don't settle. Reconnect to your passion, what lights you up, what engages you, what you're interested in, the value that you have to offer. And passion fuels purpose. And as scary as it might be to make really big changes, you don't have to do it alone. If you've deeply resonated with today's episode and you want to explore this further, you can book a clarity session with me where we'll sit down and we'll start working through this together. You can find the link to book that in the show notes. And we're going to talk a lot more about this. But for now, I think that's enough to sit with for today. So thank you for listening and have a beautiful rest of your day. You guys, I am so lit up about today's episode. And if you are too, I'd love to invite you to give a five-star review and share what resonated most. If you'd like to connect further, you can hop over to Instagram and chat with me at Melissa L. Girovec. 
Keep tabs on the show notes for opportunities to step into my world and work together. See you next time.